Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. So this guy, Frank, works with Melissa's cousin, and Frank happened to be at Melissa's cousin's cookout or some little barbecue event that was going on at her cousin's place, and they got to talk, and she discovered that Frank was new to town. He had moved up from Florence, and he was just coming out of a relationship because I guess the girlfriend he had didn't like the idea of moving to Hamilton or felt mm-hmm. it was too far and mm-hmm. wasn't into the idea of a long-distance relationship because some would argue that's a long-distance relationship. That's a drive, sure. One person's living in Florence, another person living in Hamilton, but... Whatever. Who knows if that's even true, but that was the impression she got. But they got along so well at the party, they decided to take the party on the road, go out for a few drinks before going back to his place. And this is where he kind of turned on the charm. He was telling her how beautiful she was, how wonderful she was, how awesome she was. How he could see them together. Yes. Yeah, so mm. she spent the night. What was it like the next morning? He was really sweet. He said he would call me. He was. Um, he gave me like a very sort of long lingering i like you hug and kiss okay and then um, nothing since then and then nothing okay hmm. hello hey frank who's that it's jeff and jen at q102 how you doing this morning um, I, I'm sorry, what's this about? Well, we're calling you to kind of get some information about a friend we both have in common here. We spoke with Melissa, who you met at your co-worker's party. What? We do with... Go ahead. I think you got the wrong guy. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, gosh. Is this 513? Yes. And this is Frank. I- and this is Frank. You've got to have the wrong guy because I just broke up with my girlfriend a little while ago, and I've only been with... One other person since then. Her name is Michelle. So, uh, um, actually, my name is Melissa. Uh, <laughs> wait, Are I'm, you sure that? Yeah. Wait, uh, how do we know this is the same person? Frank, did you go to a cookout? Did you meet this girl Michelle at a cookout, and she's the dude's house that you were at? His cousin. Yes. And you just recently moved from Florence, right? Yes. Actually, my name is Melissa. I'm so embarrassed right now. I. I'm sorry. I completely. I was drunk. I forgot your name. I'm sorry. Oh, you thought I was her wondering name was... what was going on. Melissa, I'm so sorry. If you would have called me, I would have been able to answer you. I gave you my work cell phone number. I can't receive any text messages on it. Like for is that for real? I, <laughs> I swear. I have been. I thought you didn't want to talk to me at all. I've been waiting to hear from you. I'm waiting for a phone call. 
But you also could have told me that when you gave me the number. I didn't even think about it. I was not. I'm so sorry. Well, he did say he was hammered. I mean, close to it. He wasn't hammered. He was a little drunk, but I didn't take advantage of anybody. Melissa, I have been waiting to hear from you. I'm so sorry. Even though I thought your name was Michelle. <laughs> in, in, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was drinking, and I you know, only met for a couple hours. I'm no, I get it. I get it. Well, I'm so glad you did this. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have been able to get a hold of you. I would love to see you again. I would love to see you again too. Wow, quickly forgiving the name thing. Well, at least he had another name that started with M. <laughs> Well, and it's not like we were saying each other's names all the time. We introduced each other at the very beginning, and then, you know, you don't say the other person's name the entire night, so. Well, right. maybe. It's a little <laughs> insulting, but I get it. <laughs> well, I love that you get it, because I did not expect this to go well. Mm-hmm. So you're both cool with going out again, then? Please. Yeah, let's do it. Works for me. Okay. We set that up. Okay. <laughs> Tell you what, since Melissa made the call, Frank will say goodbye to you. We'll set it up with her. You'll be hearing from her. Again, her name is Melissa. Three syllables. <laughs> Melissa. I won't forget. I promise. Ever. Okay. <laughs> now you won't. That's for sure. All right, guys. Stay in touch with us. I want to see where this goes. I'm curious. All right. All right. Thank we you both. Definitely. Yeah. All right, Thank Frank. Take guys. care, man. Yeah. Melissa, hang on. Okay. See, sometimes it's just a simple misunderstanding. Right. A miscommunication of some sort. Yeah, these are the easy ones. So, yeah, I mean, that could be the situation for you. If you've been out on a first date and you haven't heard back, we could place a call and it could go that smoothly. 513-749-2320. Or email us, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Winning by a nose or a dive or something like that. Is Graham Joffe goes behind the games next? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But first, Toria Cannon with your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. 720, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I didn't catch any of the highlights last night, which is why I rely on Graham Joffe to take me behind the games. Good morning, Graham. Good morning. morning. Good morning, everybody. What happened last night? From pig farm to podium, Clayton Murphy from New Paris, Ohio. Yay! Wow. I did look that up, and they said it's about west of Dayton, like an hour west of Dayton, so about an hour and a little from here. Ran a personal best bronze, yeah, bronze in the 800 meters, um, incredible run. Yeah, uh, supposedly used to work on the pig farm, used to sell pigs. Nice. And, you know, I was just looking at some of the notable people from uh, New Paris, Ohio, one of the most notable people from 1945, Grayson L. Kirk, instrumental in the formation of the United Nations. Who knew? <laughs> so much greatness. And now Clayton Murphy. And also what's interesting is that he actually didn't want to run the 800 meters. He wanted to run the 1500, didn't qualify. And then basically he was left to run the 800 meters. 
and now he's an Olympic bronze medalist. Look at that. Hmm. Very cool. Congratulations. You know, it's funny, too. I read, too, they said that the last time that the USA got a medal in the 800, it was 1992, and he wasn't even born yet. Wow. And in that same race, the other American athlete that ran, he didn't medal, I think he finished actually eighth, was Boris Berrien. Two years ago, working for $8 an hour at McDonald's. <laughs> what a great commercial that would be. Can you yeah, I love that. Doing 20 sit-ups, running through the drive-thru, keeping warm. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. I'm loving it. And then that woman's 400 meters. That was plenty drama. A lot I, of drama. You know. Shawnee Miller still in front. Felix with one final surge. Here comes the finish line. It'll be tight. It will be a dive by Miller for the line. As she and Felix came to the finish together, I think she got it, Tom. I think Shawnee Miller, and she did in a personal best time. Shawnee, with that dive across the finish line, made it tough to judge the winner. But it was Shawnee Miller from the Bahamas that upsets Allison Felix to win the gold in the 400. I didn't know you could do that. There's no rule against that, huh? Correct. It's got to be any part of your torso has got to cross the line. And actually, in 2012, there was a, a little bit of controversy in the U.S. Olympic trials with Jeffrey Porter and Bashawn Jackson. And actually, Porter made it on his dive. But then in his event, Bashawn Jackson missed out because you got to time your dive as well. You can end up just hitting the tartan track and right. not even That's crossing the line. That's true. So does it happen? It doesn't happen very often, though, does it? You don't see it that often. But, you but know. it's happened before that Correct. this has come up before they've had time to think about this and they've decided to do nothing that's exactly it so wow. at, at one point people used to think that your foot had to cross the line but now no. it's just any part of your torso hmm. that i just i don't like it it feels like cheating it because it was wrong. against us but if our girl would have done that we would have been, like, been like she's oh, so smart good for her you know, watching the race uh, in real time, I actually thought that she just kind of stumbled because she was running so hard and she was running out of gas. I'll tell you what, when you look at it from different angles, it does look like she stumbled. It's that shot that's, you know, that's right at the finish line where you see the actual dive. Yeah. Mm. Silver for Alice, Alison Felix. And what an Olympic career she's had. Seven medals at the Olympics. Really incredible. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Now, did I, I was only catching bits and pieces of our 17-year-old hurdler from the u.s cute little high school thing she Yet, ma- did she make the finals she made it on i think she- the fifth fastest time which was it was really close really but close she's, yeah, uh she's into the semifinals okay good yay good because she's a cute little thing yeah she's 17 be- <laughs> years old <laughs> youngest uh u.s team member mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. simone balls still that stock keeps rising but she's human after all I'm wondering how badly she's beating herself up this morning after stumbling like she did last night. I saw her tweet, and you know what? She is just so happy with life. Three gold medals. Who wouldn't be happy with that? So and she's okay. She's okay with it. She gets a bronze now. Almost fell off the beam. Right. Uh, fellow American Laurie Hernandez took silver. Uh, you know, Simone Biles, I think she just loves life. and She's got a hot Brazilian boyfriend. Yeah. Does Almost she- fell off the beam, ah. and she still got a bronze. Correct. She actually, I saw an article, too, where she was talking about this, and she said, I almost feel, feels to me now like the fans want it more than I do. You know, I mean, she does want it, but she's not disappointed where everybody else is going like, oh, right. you know, mm-hmm. we're all upset about it. Yeah. And the expectations for five gold medals is, is massive expectations. That's a lot. Forget it. And she's so young. She's got plenty more time to get those five gold in one game. Right. Mm-hmm.
US men's volleyball, they're back on track. When they started the games, they lost their first two, and I thought, oh, oh, they're not going to make it to the quarters, but they've bounced back, won the last three. They beat Mexico 2 nothing yesterday. Cincinnati's Max Holt, 11, 11 points in the game. They now play Poland in the quarterfinals. Nice. All right, so we picked up, let's see, let's do the count here. Six more medals in Rio yesterday, including two silvers, four bronze medals. We're still leading with 26 golds. 75 medals overall, uh, and, and second place isn't even close. China's got 46 medals. Do we always own the medal count this big? This I think the gap this year is bigger than it's ever been. Okay. Well, um, London, USA finished top of the medal table, but this is looking really good for Team USA. And that's just for the Summer Olympics. Once we get to the winter ones, that's where we get spanked with all those skiers, isn't it? <laughs> You start getting those guys that live on the slopes, and and you get some dodgy urine samples in yeah, Sochi right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what's happening behind the games. What's the uh, Graham Cracker that we need to be looking out for uh, today? Graham? The Graham Cracker, actually, U.S. Women's Volleyball. They're playing in the quarterfinals today. I think it's at 12 p.m. Eastern. They're taking on Japan. And one other quick note, a big news, tennis news, for those fans of the Western oh, and Southern yeah. Open. Yeah. Serena Williams is out of the Western and Southern yep. Open, uh, citing a shoulder injury. She practiced on the courts yesterday really? at the Lindner Center, but has pulled out. So it's a big blow. Bummer. Well, that's disappointing. Big bummer. Sorry to hear that. All right, that's what's happening behind the games. We'll have more for you coming up in about an hour. Thank you, Graham Joffe at 727 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Your morning starts now. And here to present a case to the jury this morning, Taylor, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Good morning. What's going on? I do have a situation that I've gotten myself into um I'm really torn. I'm really not quite sure what to do. Okay, this is what um, Jeff and Jen's jury is all about. Mm-hmm, How can we, we help? have all the answers. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, well, I feel a little better already. I'll tell you the situation. <laughs> oh, so there's this young woman that used to be a nanny for us when my son was really young. Okay. And she was with us for a few years until he went off to school. He loved her. I loved her. I mean, she's very sweet. She's a good person. Um, She doesn't work for me anymore, but she's been putting herself through school, trying to get her nursing degree, and I really want to help her. Okay. Um, She asked me if she could use me as a reference, and I immediately agreed because I like her and I want the best for her. Right. But now I'm not entirely sure what to say about her ability to take care of children because there is a problem well i'm confused by this because you just got through saying how much you loved her he loved her so what's the issue the problem is that i mean while she was always wonderful with my son as far as i know she's a good person when she was there but there were times when she would be inconsistent And that's an issue. I mean, there were times when, you know, like a week or two where she'd cancel at the last minute or just seem like she wasn't feeling well. And that's an issue for, you know, a potential employer. And the way it turned out was that she told me toward the end of her employment with me that she was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And that explains those periods when she was inconsistent. And when you say inconsistent, though, despite her condition, these had more to do with attendance than behavior, correct? Yes, but this is a very big deal. I mean, 
like she was bipolar, you know, which is very serious and people can function okay when they're on their meds, but she actually said that she'd sometimes go off her meds and I don't know whether she still does that. So mm. my question is like when somebody calls me for a reference, I mean, do I mention that? I mean, I don't think it's up to me to give her medical history, but what if I'm recommending her and then she's, you know, she still pulls that same thing with somebody who hires her and they're like, well, what's going on? Why isn't she showing up? Why is she canceling? Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, that's a dilemma for sure. Sure is. And I could see why you'd be torn because she is somebody that it sounds like, you know, despite the issues near the end, you care about her. You want to see her succeed. She was good to your son. She served you well for most of that time. Right. But at the same time, you also don't want to, you know, you don't want to put somebody out there that you think may not be consistent. Reliable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's not, you know, she took good care of him, but it's like, it's, it's a problem when you don't know for sure if someone's going to follow through when it has to do with kids. And, and that's why, even though it's very personal, her situation, you know, I'm just not quite sure what to do. Okay. You said she's studying to be a nurse, right? Yeah. All right. That's hard. Let's put it in front of the jury. We're going to need eight jurors to join in in the conversation. We've got to move through these comments, though, quickly, please. We have a lot of calls to get through. 513-749-2320. The question that you want to ask is when somebody calls you, do you just tell them all of the wonderful things about her, or do you disclose that there is a medical issue that could cause some complications with her employment? Okay, here's the situation with Taylor. Taylor had a young woman that was working for her, taking care of her son when he was a little guy. And this woman was a nanny for her for several years until her son went off to school. No longer works for her. Well, the nanny has asked her to be a reference for another babysitting job. And she has agreed. So after she agreed, she's kind of thinking, oh, crap, I've kind of put myself into a bit of an uncomfortable situation not really sure to do what to do during this woman's employment with her there were times where she would cancel at the last minute or not show up or there would be little bouts of time that you know she just kind of fell off the wagon a little issues, bit issues yeah Later, she found out that this young woman has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and when she would go off her medications is where she would have issues with Attendance, Mm -hmm. being on time and being responsible, basically. So now that she has agreed to be a reference for this young woman who is babysitting to put herself through nursing school, she's not sure. She's feeling a little bit hesitant about giving her nothing but a glowing review when people call. She kind of feels like she should tell them what's going on Mm. with her and her medical situation because as a parent... She feels like she would want to know that if she was going to hire somebody. But at the same time, she doesn't want to keep this woman from... She wants to help her be successful. Mm -hmm. So the big question is, does she reveal to potential employers that she has a mental illness and is on medication for it? Or does she just tell them all the wonderful things about her as an employee? All right, Brad, you're juror number one. What does she do? Uh, Well... When they call for references, I believe in Ohio it's illegal to give a negative reference. You can only answer the questions yes or no. Yes, but... They'll ask the questions and you can just say yes or no. 
But she's not working for a company. This is just this is personal hire. It's a self-employment type thing. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't think that you're allowed to give a negative reference. You just answer the questions honestly, yes or no, and move on. All right. I'm going to put that down as a keep it to herself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only because he brings up a point. Even though she's not a company, she she could be exposed legally like in But a how many people would. know that? That's you know? really a law. You're not allowed to say something negative when someone's asked you to say positive or negative. Yeah. <laughs> that's a crack. Erica. If you substitute the word cancer for the word bipolar, does that change everyone's opinion? I know. See, that's but I, I understand what you're saying. So, so does, what's your so answer? disclose the info? No, I mean, no. I think, no, she doesn't disclose. Absolutely oh, she not. does not no. disclose. All okay. right, keep it to herself. No. Thank you, Erica. Yeah. Juror number three, Leanne, disclose the medical info or keep it to yourself? You should absolutely keep that to yourself. Okay, thank you, Leanne. Julie, you are juror number four. Disclose the info or keep it to yourself? Keep it to yourself. Don't keep her from succeeding in her nursing career, potentially, because of a babysitting job she had. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Jennifer, you are juror number five. Disclose the medical info or keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Thank you. Let's go to Tara. You are juror number six. Disclose the medical info or keep it to yourself. You keep the medical info to yourself. Talk about how she was great. Talk about how she was late. Don't talk about medical stuff. Okay, so it's okay to be honest about the fact that she has attendance issues. But the medical stuff, leave leave it out. Absolutely. Thank you, Tara. You're welcome. Carol. Oh, absolutely. Keep it to yourself. I mean, I realize she's not a health organization or anything, but that's a huge HIPAA violation, and she could actually be sued for, you know, divulging that information. And and not only that, but, you know, she doesn't know that it's going to impact her now, and I think she keeps it to herself. Thank you, Carol. You're welcome. Gillian, you are juror number eight. Keep it to yourself or go ahead and disclose that medical info. Keep it to yourself. Focus on the positive, keeping in mind that mental health issues are very physiological, and we all miss days for work at times. Thank you. Jen, you are juror number nine. Yeah, and I will say that I am impressed with our listeners because I really thought there would be, when she was telling us the story, more judgment about bipolar disorder. I, I wish that I would have got a pamphlet, so you've decided to be a reference. <laughs> yes. Because I didn't know there were so many rules. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think, yeah, I mean, I, uh, as difficult as it can be, because we're talking about taking care of kids, you have I to think, pick one or the other, I know, Jen. I know. We well, ask you to keep your comments brief. <laughs> Get it together. I, I, think, I think you have to keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. All yeah, right. To. Tim. Uh, selfishly, being a reference is more about my reputation than the person I'm speaking about. Um, so if you volunteer yourself as a reference, uh, you have to answer honestly. I don't care what the rules or the etiquette is, uh, which is why I rarely do this. So that would probably be keep it to yourself. I wouldn't answer the phone. Oh, you just wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> I yeah. thought for sure you were going to say, go ahead and so disclose the everyone, medical Everyone info. who's ever asked me to be a reference was just like four people. Okay. Uh, they got the re- real See, answer. I'm not one that likes to share any negativity or throw shade anybody's way whatsoever, so I would just keep it to myself. Right. Okay. So it is 100% unanimous. <laughs> Has this That's ever happened, happened before? That you feel the same way too, Jeff? Keep I, it to yourself? Oh, absolutely. I do. Wow. I, because uh, you don't have any firsthand knowledge of it. It's not your place to say, you know. You talk about the things that you know, um, but I'm with you, Jen. I thought this would be a little more divided. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Taylor has been listening to all of this unfold, and here it is, Taylor. You know, you're kind of handcuffed when it comes to the reference. 
I've spoken to human resource people who have been mm-hmm. in this same position. And there are some companies that won't comment at all because they're afraid of getting sued. And then there are others that have this po- – and this is the way one human resource manager told me to go. If you don't have any firsthand experience or any firsthand knowledge of an incident that you can, without a doubt, tie to her bipolar condition, then you shouldn't talk about it. Just stick to what you know, and if in your case it is related to attendance – Regardless of whatever the cause may be, just say she was in my employ. For the most part, she was pretty good. We had some attendance issues near the end, but beyond that, you can't say anything. I don't more. know. Yeah. Even if the, even if now, did she come out and tell you that she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder? She told you that, correct? She did, but I appreciate your point because the facts, as far as I could see, right. were just that you know she was here or she wasn't here. So saying yeah. some issues with attendance. You know, then I'm not talking badly about anyone and, and let the people calling figure out what that might mean or decide whether they want right, to hire Even if she told you that she's got a bipolar issue, you don't have any firsthand knowledge of that. Yeah. Therefore, you can't speak to that. But what if they True. ask her and like in the reference, like sometimes one of the reference question is, is there anything that will prevent this person from fulfilling the duties of this job? You don't have any knowledge of that. You but don't she know. does know because she said she knows she that she's bipolar. No. Here's what you do. That doesn't mean that she can't fulfill her duties. You don't answer the phone. You let the machine <laughs> yes, get it. that's what I'm saying. And when they say, hey, this is the recruiter over at blah, 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 well, you I, just go, voicemail. I never got that voicemail. message. Well, how does it work? I mean, how does it work? with HR people, let's say if if someone has left the company and is applying for a job somewhere else and they have some sort of chronic illness and they are calling in sick on a regular basis because they have doctor's appointments or they are in the hospital every three or four months for a week at a time. In those kinds of situations, can HR disclose that information? They can only disclose what they know firsthand or witnessed. So if if they know, even though they know that this person is in the hospital, what if they go and visit the person but in the hospital and take them flowers? But they have to specifically ask you a question. Like I know right. our HR person can verify employment, verify yes. salary, can yes. verify how many days absent. Mm-hmm. So if they caught and said how many days is this person absent, and they said you know eight weeks, they're right. like wow. But they can't say why. Oh, they have cancer. Yeah. It's- true that I don't have to disclose everything I know. I can just, you know, stick to the the exact questions and just, you know, I guess I'll have to be a little evasive so as to not yeah, because you know, I think it's really different when it's just a person to person as opposed to an yeah. HR. Yes. Right. But keep in mind though that you like a company like a company are exposing yourself to litigation. If you talk about something related to your employee's condition that you or one of your managers don't have firsthand knowledge about, if you right. say something that could, you know, potentially damage her in some way or or harm her chances of employment, who's to say she can't turn around and sue you? Yeah. Man. Good luck, Taylor. We don't envy you. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Thanks for your help. All right, You're so welcome. Yeah, I mean, if it was late enough, I would have said, get Nicole in here. Get Nicole, yeah. Where is she? Let's bring in Nicole for a console. She's actually on our way right now, our HR director. Yeah, I do think this is a different situation, though, because it's not a company. It's a personal thing. And and the person You're thinking, hey, it's just mom to mom. We're just having a conversation here. Because I've been a reference, you know, many times. A nanny reference? Yeah. I mean, I, I have people in my employ that take care of Jacob, and I have been blessed with an incredible crew of women who have come in and take 
taking great care. There is no greater gift than to be able to go out for a night or out of town for the weekend and know that your kids are safe and being well taken care of. And so I think it is every parent's nightmare that they hire that nanny that is beating your kids when you're not there. You know, you, the ones that place the nanny, you put the nanny cam in the kitchen and you see them beating the crap out of your yeah. kid or something. Especially when you have a kid like mine who wouldn't be able to tell me mm-hmm. right. if something was going on. So, yeah, so you got to have cameras all over your place. Yeah, <laughs> I, you would, do. I would if I was if I was at all suspect of anybody that I had working for me. Right. But you so, would want that experience for someone else that, you know, if you know you have an amazing nanny right. at your house and I right. have a kid, you're going to be like, Fritch, oh my God, this is your nanny. This is, this is your girl. Mom right to here. mom, you want to be right. able to help out. Exactly. But if I were calling some other mother for a reference and she had hired someone that, you know, did a great job, but there was an issue. You want her to tell you. Yeah. You'd want I to mean, know. Is she, have, is she having this issue? Because the curiosity would be, is she having this issue because she's an irresponsible person? Flat out any responsible person. Then you ask the question, if you had the opportunity to hire this person again, you may not be able to speak to the reasons why, would mm-hmm. you do so? And if the answer is no, there's your answer. But you see, the other, the mom on the other end of the phone <laughs> doesn't know to ask that question. That's in the pamphlet, too. See, that, How to talk uh, legal when doing a reference how, yeah, call. If she yeah. listened to the Jeff exactly. and Jen morning show, she, and she would. she would know. But that's not how moms <laughs> talk to each other about babysitters, know. you know? All right. Well, if you have a dilemma, and this was uh, this was a good one, even though it, you know, even though unanimously leaned one way, and I'm looking at the Facebook comments, and uh, same deal. Yeah, people are like, you absolutely cannot disclose. I am that I I'm really impressed with that because I've always felt that there has been a bit of. Discrimination against people with mental illness. So I am thrilled that a lot of people are saying, you know, right. that, yeah, you can't tell. So that's cool. So give us a call, 513-749-2320, if we can settle something for you. Or email us, Jeff and Jen. Two ends and Jen. Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.